I'm glad you've chosen to study with us today on Drawing Near. As you know, we're going through the book of Revelation verse by verse. Today we will take a look at the man this revelation was given to. So open your Bible and turn to the Revelation of Jesus Christ chapter 1. And join us as we study Worship in Exile. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Father, thank you for this day. What an amazing opportunity we have to study your word, to walk in your spirit, to live the righteousness that Jesus Christ died on the cross to save us unto. And Father, we pray that we will today lay aside the old, embrace the new, to walk in the light, and to follow our great shepherd. Teach us through your word. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. In Revelation chapter 1, verse 9, we read, I, John, both your brother and companion in the tribulation and kingdom and patience of Jesus Christ, was on the island that is called Patmos for the word of God and for the testimony of Jesus Christ. I was in the Spirit on the Lord's day, and I heard behind me a loud voice, as of a trumpet, saying, I am the Alpha and the Omega, the first and the last, and what you see write in a book, and send it to the seven churches which are in Asia, to Ephesus, to Smyrna, to Pergamos, to Thyatira, to Sardis, to Philadelphia, and to Laodicea. We're told in verse 9 of Revelation that John is the person that received this revelation. John is the human writer of this book. Now we're told in 2 Timothy that all Scripture is God-breathed. It's inspired of God. God is the author. Through the work of the Holy Spirit, God communicates His Word to human authors who write it down. We can trust it because the Word of God is infallible. It is God's Word. And God uses the instruments, the human beings, to write His Word. We see their personality. We see their unique mindset in their letters. But the truths that are written are from God, and we are to accept them and believe them as God's holy word. And then John, after introducing himself, describes himself and his circumstance. He says, I, John, both your brother and companion in the tribulation and kingdom and patience of Jesus Christ. John is a believer. All believers are part of the family of God. We are adopted into God's family. We are brothers and sisters. And this is not just some kind of unique way of expressing our relationship. We literally are brothers and sisters through faith in Jesus Christ. We are a part of God's family. He's our Father, Jesus is our brother, and all those who trust in Christ are brothers and sisters. So he says, both your brother and companion. In other words, John is saying that I'm going through the same things that you're going through. I share in these things with you. So I'm both your brother and companion in the tribulation. There was much persecution and suffering at the time this was written that was causing a lot of hardship to believers. They were being scattered. They were being persecuted. Many were being put to death. So he's their companion in the tribulation and kingdom. We are a part of God's kingdom, not just God's family, but we are part of God's kingdom. He is a king. We are subjects. We are servants, as well as joint heirs with Jesus Christ. So in the midst of this tribulation, John is reminding them that they're a part of the kingdom, and it's the kingdom of God that is under attack by Satan and the world. But he's not just a companion in tribulation and the kingdom, but also patience 
He says, I'm a companion in the tribulation and kingdom and patience of Jesus Christ. In other words, he's experiencing suffering, long-suffering, awaiting the return of Jesus Christ. Anytime you go through difficult things like tribulation, hardships, when circumstances are very, very challenging, it requires patience. And we usually cannot conjure up enough patience to go through all that God allows us to go through. We need the patience that is found in a relationship with Jesus Christ. Remember, from Ephesians chapter 5, one of the fruit of the Spirit, one of the evidences of being indwelled by the Spirit, is long-suffering or patience. So John says, he's our brother and companion in the tribulation and kingdom and patience of Jesus Christ. Then he describes his circumstances. He says he was on the island that is called Patmos for the word of God and for the testimony of Jesus Christ. John has been exiled for the gospel. He is the last apostle alive. He is in the midst of this persecution of the church, and he has been exiled. He has been cast out, alienated from all other believers on an island that is called Patmos. And he is there because of the word of God, because of his preaching and teaching the word of God, declaring God's truth, and for the testimony of Jesus Christ. He is suffering because he is a Christian and a leader of Christians. What else do we know about his circumstances? Well, he tells us in verse 10 that he was in the Spirit on the Lord's Day. It is Sunday. It is the Lord's Day. It's called the Lord's Day because it's the day that Jesus Christ resurrected from the dead. Every time believers gather on Sunday, the Lord's Day, we gather in celebration of his glorious resurrection and to continually remember that he is coming again. He resurrected from the dead, he ascended into heaven, and he's coming back. So he says, I was in the Spirit on the Lord's Day. The phrase in the Spirit means that he was worshiping. He was not in the flesh, he was in the Spirit. The Holy Spirit was guiding and directing him in worship. He was drawing near to God on the Lord's Day. He was worshiping. John quotes Jesus in his gospel when he says, God is a spirit, and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. After John introduces his circumstances, the revelation begins. He says he was in the Spirit on the Lord's day, and he heard behind him a loud voice, as of a trumpet, saying, I am the Alpha and the Omega, the first and the last. And what you see, write in a book, and send it to the seven churches which are in Asia, to Ephesus, to Smyrna, to Pergamos, to Thyatira, to Sardis, to Philadelphia, and to Laodicea. So before John sees anything, he hears a loud voice, and he describes this loud voice as a voice as of a trumpet. It was not a trumpet. It was a voice that had trumpet-like qualities. That's what is meant by the language, as of a trumpet. And that introduces something we need to consider as we look forward to this study. Not everything described in Revelation can be taken exactly literally. There is language that tells us that things are similar to something, that they are like something. So we will hear a lot of language that says, I saw something and it was like this, or likened to this, or it was as this. We need to understand that John is trying to describe to us what he is experiencing. And so he heard a loud voice. It was as a trumpet. Trumpets, when they are sounded, are extremely loud. 
they startle, they get your attention. And so that's what he heard, and that's how this revelation begins. He's in the Spirit on the Lord's day, and somewhere behind him, he hears a loud voice. That's not something like a loud voice. He heard a loud voice, and it was like a trumpet. Then verse 11 tells us what he heard. The voice saying, I am the Alpha and the Omega, the first and the last. This is the Lord Jesus Christ. And we've already seen Alpha and Omega, first and the last, prior to this describing the Lord God, the Father on his throne. Now we see it describing the Lord Jesus. And the very first thing we ought to realize as we see this is the Father and the Son are one. They share the same qualities. They are one. The Trinity, which is one of the most difficult things to understand in Scripture, is the doctrine that says we have one God who exists in three persons, and they are all completely one. And so Jesus identifies himself as the Alpha and the Omega, the A and the Z, the first and the last. That must be an important concept to understand because we've already seen it describing the Godhead three times in these first 11 verses of Revelation chapter 1. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the first and the last. And then John receives his instruction. What you see, write in a book and send it to the seven churches which are in Asia. So John is going to visually see this revelation. He's not simply going to hear it. He's certainly not going to imagine it. He is going to see it. He's in the Spirit on the Lord's day, He is receiving a revelation from the Lord Jesus Christ, and he has been instructed, what you see, write in a book, send it to the seven churches which are in Asia. It's important to understand that this was sent to the seven churches in Asia, but obviously God has preserved it for us today. This letter is intended to be a source of encouragement and strength to those churches who were suffering intense persecution at the time of this writing but they serve the same purpose for us today, because Christians for all time suffer tribulation and persecution and suffering for the cause of Jesus Christ. Now, we've already been told that we're going to see things that must shortly come to pass. And so part of our challenge will be to understand what may have happened and what is yet to happen. Father, once again, I thank you for making yourself known to us for revealing your will, your truth, how we can be saved, and what you are doing even in the future. Thank you, Father, for taking us into your confidence to share with us your truth through your Holy Spirit. And I thank you for people like John and all those believers who have suffered for Christ and who are suffering for Christ. And it's important for me to know that while on the Isle of Patmos in exile, you worked in John's life to give us this wonderful revelation of Jesus Christ. Help us to see you at work in our lives during difficult circumstances. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Thank you for studying with us today. You can subscribe to these podcasts on Apple iTunes, Google Play, or the Facebook page Drawing Near. Drawing Near is a ministry of FBC Tip City, provided with the hope that we will draw near to God and He will draw near to us.